Slancha, and welcome to the Throws Genius Highland Games podcast. My name's Janine Kistner. I'm a thrower, coach, and heavy athlete. In this podcast, I talk about the Highland Games and just life in general. All right, in this episode, I'm going to talk about my memories from the 2019 Victoria Highland Games, which was one of my favorite games I've attended and competed at so far. But first, let's get to a word from our sponsor. All right, welcome back to the Throws Genius Highland Games podcast. As I said, I'm your host, Janine Kistner, and you can find me on all on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok, at Janine Throws, J-A-N-I-N-E-T-H-R-O-W-S. The podcast is the Throws Genius Highland Games podcast. So welcome. So I wanted to record a quick episode because I have been very delinquent in recording and putting ones out. And I had a few minutes before I have my next appointment. So I was like, hey, what the hell? Let me go ahead and record one while I have some time. And so um, I figured I would, you know, our season has ended. My Highland game season has ended anyway. I know there's probably still some games that are going to try to, that are, that are happening. I know there's one this weekend in Florida um, after I'm recording before the week of Thanksgiving. Um, and I'm sure there'll be other ones in the warmer States, but as far as my season, I am very happy to say, you know, it, it was, a, it was a great season for me, really all things considered, um, in the year, in the year of coronavirus, I'm really ecstatic. I had a bunch of PRs, um, just really some, some great performances. Um, I felt like I continue to be very consistent through the year and I feel like I've really done a decent job of, uh, demonstrating that I, you know, like I really belong in that elite class of women. Um, so yeah, so that's this season. Um, so I was getting in kind of a reflective mood and I thought I might look back at last season or just think about what was one of my best, my most favorite Highland games experiences. And I would say the, the one experience that always sticks out in my mind was my experience at the Victoria Highland games last year, um, in May. And I was actually kind of surprised that I even qualified for the games last year um, because there were the year before there were, I, I don't think I would have, I, I wouldn't have qualified if all the same women had applied um, in 2019 that had applied in 2018. So, um, but I got in there, I was in there and there are a number of reasons why that was uh, really uh, an awesome experience. One of the best experiences for me in my Highland, my my short Highland Games career, if we can call it that. Um, one of them is that that's one games where the elite women um, there is there's travel expenses are paid. They they you get some money to help pay for your flight, and they put you up in a really really nice hotel in Victoria, and and then there's prize money as well, and so. You know, I took, I got my cheap flight and made it out there and I figured on balance I would make out pretty good and I'd probably end up with some, uh, some money on the flip side. And I ended up, I managed to squeak out a second place performance, which was more lucrative than if I had finished lower. Um, so that was pretty good. I think that goes without saying. Um, but what were some of the reasons? Let me share some of the reasons why that experience was just like an amazing experience, even the money aside. So um, as far as performance wise, the caber toss was for me, it was insane. This, this caber, it wasn't, it wasn't definitely wasn't the most challenging caber that I've ever attempted, but, um, 
if any of you have thrown with me, <laughs> through with me in 2018 and 2019, I struggled with the pick. Like, like low key could not get my hands underneath the under the caber. So, um, one of the issues that I, one of the the techniques that I, one of the ways that I fixed my technique was by starting with my hands all the way down to the ground when I would start picking the caber. Um, and that that I don't know. I would just start with my hands up higher. I ended up getting my like feet really wide. I get my feet really wide on the start. You know, I'm pretty tall. I'm six feet tall. I've got back issues. So like bending over to try to get the, I, I don't like to have my back at too steep of an angle. Um, so I try to get my hips as low as I can by getting my feet as wide as I can. And I really work on getting my hands down as close to the ground as possible. But I did not do that in May of 2019. <laughs> so when, the first, when I first stood up with the caber, this is one of my attempts in particular is the one that stands out. When uh, This one attempt, when I stood up with the caber, I did not get my hands underneath it. They were still like around the side of the caber, but I was stable. And so I didn't quit. I'm not a quitter. I'm a fight for it. So I hiked the caber up again, but guess what? I did not get my hands underneath it. So I hiked it up a third time. And then I finally got my hands underneath the bottom of the caber and I was able to make an approach. I'm exhausted at this point, right? Um, but I'm not, I'm not quitting and I'm gonna give it my all. And I, and somehow with all of this managed to get a 12 o'clock on this attempt. Now put on top of that, we had the, the men's pro class and the women's elite class, both we, we split the comp over two days and we were just in the afternoon and they did a, do a great job with like the emceeing and the way everything is, is run so that the, the men and the women are not throwing at the same time. And each, each of those two classes gets the full attention, um, the same MC experience, uh, same attention of all the fans. So for the cabers, we were alternating. The men would take an attempt and then the women would take an attempt. So all the, the men's pro athletes are also, they're on the field with us at the same time. And all the fans are, you know, the fans were near the beer tent. Um, so fans are, you know, rowdy and it's in the afternoon. So drinking is not so taboo. Um, and caber is, you know, it's one of the spectacular events uh, of the day. It's one of the most attention grabbing events of the day. So not only were like the fans going crazy and I was like, not really, I just heard like a roar. I didn't really, I, I was so focused on what I was doing. I wasn't really thinking too far out outside of just what I was doing. So I, but then once I took my attempt and the caber left my hands and like, I got the 12 o'clock call and then I look around and I noticed that like the men's pro athletes are like losing their minds as well. And like, it just was, it was a really cool moment to see, um, how excited they were for us as well for the, you know, for, for a female athlete. Um, so that was, that was like a really cool moment. Plus like I, <laughs> I was throwing with like some, the men that were there were just like some insanely good throwers that have thrown for a really long time. So that was like a cool experience. Um, Hank getting to meet some of them for the first time and throw, like, share the field with them for the first time. And then, you know, finishing in a second place was like, very, very cool. Um, and then, uh, so on top of that, the fans were just insanely awesome. Just the fans in Victoria were awesome. The game's been running for like over 150 years. So people in Victoria, like they know what's up. Like they, they are, the fans are knowledgeable about the sport. So, so yeah, so that was fantastic. 
And then, um, so Saturday night, I am exhausted. We get back to the hotel. I think some people went out together to dinner. I was like, I need to just like lay in the tub for like an hour and then drag myself. I dragged myself to this Irish pub to go get food. And I'm like, eventually get seated in the city. The games happens on this like Victoria day weekend. It's like a holiday weekend. So, you know, the city's packed. So I'm sitting there in, in this Irish pub and like shoveling this like fish and chips. I'm just trying to like eat so that then I can go and go back to my uh, hotel and just like collapse into my bed and just like lay there. So um, I'm sitting there and this couple comes up to me and they're like, Oh, you did a, a a fine job today at the games. Like they recognized me. I got recognized. Like that was really cool. And I didn't even have like the blue hair that I have right now. So like, um, I mean, I think I strike a, a pretty recognizable figure out on the field, but it was still like, it was so cool. And then not only did they recognize me, but they gave me like a 20 and were like, here, go buy yourself a drink. You did such a good job today. And I was like, ah, this is like, this is the coolest thing that's happened in my life. Um, I mean, not really, but it was pretty stinking cool. And then, um, and then the next day, so there's one of the fans that was there at the games all day, you know, it was just like really into it. The next day she comes to the field and she's got like four little, of those like meal prep containers that have um, four containers with cookies. And one was for the women's athletes and one was for the men's athletes. And then one was for Andy Vincent. And then one was for Janine Kistner. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like to make me cookies. Like, this is really cool. So, um, so those are just some of the reasons why the Victoria games were just awesome. Cause I mean, it was all around. Like if you're, if you're getting your travel reimbursed, you're getting, you're potentially, you know, you can win prize money and great fans, um, getting, you know, getting, having it. I liked having a two day competition, but then also having the MC, having good equipment. Uh, I mean, it was all, it was great. I mean, one of some things that were challenging for me that weekend, well, one of the things that was challenging for me that weekend, which is like always challenging for me is the heavy weight for distance. Um, because you know, this being, and I think this happens more out on the West coast, they had a winged trig. So normally, um, the, the, most of the games that I compete at, we just have like a straight trig that just goes across the front of the front of the box that it's kind of like the toe board and shot put. Um, and you can put one foot outside of the box on either side. Um, when you have a straight trig, when you have a winged trig, the box is wider, much wider but you can't put a foot down. It's a foul if you put a foot down outside of that box. So the, I, I like the, the, um, the straight trig better because my, uh, my feet can go wider and I'm tall, but like the wing trig can be kind of challenging. It was a little bit challenging for me. And then not only that, but the handle on the weight was much thicker than what I have experienced before, what I've used before. Um, and I hadn't quite gotten my um, my technique set up with like how I uh, put tacky on my hand. So I, I put tacky on my fingers and then I put tape on top of that so that the tacky doesn't slip on my fingers. And then I tape around my fingers, I tape around my thumb, and then I wear a fingerless glove from like Ace Hardware because I'll get blisters on the top of my hand in a place where I can't cover it with tape. So I wear, I wear the glove to cover that. Um, and then I hook grip. Um, and so, and I put tacky on the back of the tape, on the tape on the back of my thumb so that the tacky 
on top of the tape really helps hold my hand together. So um, those are my tips. That's what I use there for the heavyweight for distance, but I hadn't figured that out yet at that point. Um, so yeah. All right. Well, the, uh, the little bit of time that I had is about coming to a close. So I just want to say thank you for listening. Feel free to reach out to me on, you know, Facebook, Instagram, uh, TikTok. I am at Janine Throws on all of those platforms. Um, and that's it. Thank you. Thanks again. And catch you on the flip side. Thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you'll subscribe and rate this podcast five stars um, and come back and check us out another time. I say us, it's me. Check me out another time. (laughs) And uh, as I said, on the front end, you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok at Janine Throws, and I'll catch you on the flip side.